Welcome. You're listening to The Cinema Files. Hello, everyone. I'm Kevin Kittle. February is the month that is usually associated with a glut of generic romance films cranked out by the studios. And while there have been a few released, this February is notable for all the great horror films coming out. The Witch is finally in wide release, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies is out, and a lot of fun, and now a new horror anthology called Southbound is available in limited release and on demand. I'm already a big fan of anthology films, especially in the sci-fi and horror genre, and this one now sits near the top of my all-time favorites. It's weird, dark, disturbing, has great effects, and all of the segments are linked together in a rather creative way. I had the pleasure of interviewing the directors behind two of my favorite segments. We'll start with David Bruckner, and then follow up in part two of this podcast with Radio Silence, which is not one person, but a four-man directing team. Thanks for, uh, thanks for doing this. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for uh, taking time out to do it. First off, loved your segment. Um, in Southbound, it was an uh, accident, was yours. And for me, it was the most cringe-inducing uh, segment in the film. Uh, can you give us a little background on how you got involved in this project and then how your segment came to be? Uh, I had worked on a, uh, uh, an anthology, HS, found footage anthology, uh, a few years back. And um, I'd worked with Roxanne Benjamin, who was a producer on that, and Brad Miska, who's a producer on that. And so, uh, and and the Radio Silence guys, who had done one of the segments as well. So, uh, you know, I I was uh, just trying to get some features made, and uh, which can be challenging at times. And I got a uh, I got a call from uh, Roxanne that was like, you know, do you want to go do another anthology? You can be on set in two months. Uh, and you can do whatever you want. And I, I couldn't say no to that. So it was a very exciting proposition to go back out there with these guys and make something. And uh, we knew we were going to go quick and uh, and we were going to, you know, keep it, keep it crazy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely uh, yeah. delivered there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, you know, and I, I think it's a, probably a longer answer as far as like the inception of my particular piece. I think with all of them, we, we were much more collaborative this time around than we had been with the first anthology. Um, we brought on Patrick Horvath uh, as well to direct one of the segments, and we all uh, drove out to the desert and, you know, brainstormed a bunch of different ideas. And from, from its inception, we're trying to design, you know, one experience where these stories were definitely interrelated. And it was out of those conversations that ideas for the accident led me down that path. Now, the, uh, the press documents mentioned that, like, there were several road trips that you guys went on, and they helped serve as a, uh, inspiration. Is that correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there, just to be sure, there was no like unsolved hit and runs during this time that helped influence your project, right? I mean, if there were, I certainly wouldn't tell you right now. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> we did leave one filmmaker out there in the desert. But uh, no, we we uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm new to California, so oh, really? uh, I've only been about a year and a half. Yeah, I've made all my movies out of Atlanta, and so for me, the and I think for several of us, I mean, I think whether you've been here or not, I mean, the desert is of course thing to behold but i'm i'm a forest creature so like having that much expanse before me is really inspiring and you can't help but want to photograph it so we drove out to lone pine was the first place that we looked at because i think radio silence had shot something there one day and just 
it just kind of organically emerged from there. We started talking about, okay, well, what if it's a place? What if it's a place that these pieces centered around? And, and we played with that for a while. And then somewhere down, you know, no pun intended, somewhere down the road, we, we sort of landed on the idea that it, it, it should be a highway, um, a haunted highway kind of ties it all together. And I think that was something we felt we hadn't seen. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things I liked about the, the film as a collection is that each short is, to a point, kind of ambiguous. Um, you know, like, for me, I wasn't really sure what the southbound was. A hell, a living nightmare, or exactly what it is, or like where these voices on the phone are coming from. Um, what's, what's your perception of that? What's your interpretation of it? All of the above. I mean, it's, it, <laughs> it's funny, too, because you sort of, I do think you kind of, you have to anchor yourself to something when you're making it that, that you sort of understand. And I think that probably would vary between the filmmakers somewhat. Uh, I know thematically we talked a lot about regret and remorse, but when you, when you get into the literal imaginings of is this hell, is it purgatory? Is it a haunted highway? Is it a, you know, when you start to get into very literal interpretations of those things, it really I think at least dramatically it doesn't matter a lot because there's no agreed upon consensus of what those places are in the first place. So uh, I think it becomes a vehicle for nightmares. And, um, you know, that's my approach at least. I mean, I think some of the other filmmakers might disagree. Uh, But, uh, yeah, and looking at it that way sort of frees you up to, uh, you know, do things you maybe wouldn't do, which is part of the joy of an anthology film is that you can take a lot of creative risks. Right. One of the things that's, again, fascinating about this particular film, and you've mentioned it already, is the collaboration between the the different directors and how uh, one segment bleeds over into the next one. So, for example, the beginning of yours, Accident, um, a character from a previous or the preceding uh, segment is hit by a car. So in these transition scenes, are they co-directed, or like, is there a certain point where you take over from the previous director? Yeah, I mean, I think some of it just gets uh, sort of chalked up to shoot days. So it's kind of like, you know, your story loosely begins at this moment, uh, but there's definitely like crossover considerations. So, you know, for I think for a lot of those changeovers, you know, oftentimes both directors would be on set and, you know, sort of making the argument for their story or for their character's arc to make sure that that's kind of fulfilled and to make sure it cuts and to you know, maybe add guidance for like, you know, the energy of the moment, what it's going to feel like when we get to that moment so that we have, you know, some crossover, uh, you know, concept of what's happening. Uh, But yeah, I I sort of enjoy not knowing the exact moment where one ends and the other begins and, uh, and really not knowing the exact genesis of where those ideas came from in, in, in conversation. Another uh, element of your short that I really enjoyed was the practical effects. Um, far too often everybody's going with cgi which never looks as good um right but i mean from what i could tell most of your effects were practical in in your uh, segment there um one that was particularly jarring was the the leg scene and i won't say any more than that for the people who haven't seen it (laughs) that oh my god (laughs) that was was, uh, quite shocking um also the hand in the chest scene near the end like how how did you guys accomplish that it's not giving away your, your secrets here. Sure. I mean, uh, I would say that, well, first of all, I, I mean, my, my, you know, my, my job is really to oversee the narrative and to find a way to pull it off and to find good people. And 
I was really lucky to find uh, Josh and Sierra Russell, which is her husband and wife team, who just, uh, I mean, completely killed it and saw an opportunity in this. And just, uh, you know, when I sort of challenged them to the idea that we were going to be filming their work uh, in a very, very descriptive fashion, uh, I think they got excited and really uh, chose to rise to that moment. So, um, you know, they did great work, I think, pulling off the special effects stuff for us is really just about preparation and just making sure we we really know how we're going to do it and how the shots are conceptualized and what we're going to see at every given moment and how we're going to kind of trick the audience's brain in a certain certain few beats. But being that it's an indie film, you know, uh, you do end up doing pickups. So it was a combination of work on set and then we had a a wonderful pickup night in my living room uh, involving, uh, you know, real animal parts and uh just doing you know really really tight close up work uh and 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 the house reeked of such for for days the dog was going crazy it was fun uh, it's amazing how it all comes together you know after editing and you as a viewer you have no idea no idea at all so it, that's pretty awesome <laughs> it's fun to it's always sort of fun to come back and do some sort of little touch up after you've gotten through primary production and, and sort of the stress is off. And at that point, you're just kind of dressing up what you see there and everybody's got a, a lot of heart and they want to see it come to life. So uh, that's, that's always pickups are a whole different experience. Oh, cool. So uh, you had mentioned uh, VHS, um, like you said, another mm -hmm. anthology series came out in 2012 and your short in that one was amateur night. That's again, another one of my favorites out of the, out of the uh, segments there. Um, now, this one's actually being spun off into a feature now, correct? That's correct. Mm -hmm. when, when's that come out? What can you tell us about that one? Uh, I don't have a release date for it. I can say that it's in post. Um, I'm a producer on the project. Uh, Greg Bishop has come on board to direct it and has really brought like uh, a scope to the concept and uh, really shoots it in a really fascinating way and keeps the energy up. And, and uh, we, we hired some great performers and uh, – uh, I think they found a, a heart to it that the the short was able to be a little more trashy and a little more abrasive and provocative in a sense, and that was part of the part of the fun of an anthology. Is you get in and you get out. Right. Um, but I, I think you know to 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 carry a feature, we really have to have characters that we're invested in and stuff. And so uh, Greg had a really great take on that, and it's been it's been awesome uh, seeing him move through this process and and helping facilitate it in any way that I can. But uh, but yes, it's uh, it's currently called Siren, and um, uh, it's going to be interesting. Hannah Fearman has come back to reprise the role. But uh, but yeah, I would I would I would mention to anyone who's a fan of the original, it is a uh, it is a different story. It is a different conceit in some ways. Uh, it is much more something that is inspired by the original short as opposed to oh, interesting. Uh, uh, yeah a literal feature of the original. It's definitely a little different. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that one. And I'm assuming it's not going to be all in first-person view like the last one. No, it is a traditional movie. Uh, you know, we've expanded upon the mythology uh, and in many different ways. So I don't want to give anything away, but it's, it is – I think it's probably not what you would expect. And a question I ask – I interview of various uh, horror films, scary movie – or writers, directors, everything. And one thing I always like to ask him is, have you ever personally had any type of paranormal or otherworldly experience? Uh, you know, I haven't, but I really want to. 
Um, <laughs> I, it would just be the best creative fodder in the whole in the whole world. Uh, no, no, I think the things that scare me are the material things in the world. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, for me, horror films are are you know metaphors that that are more reflection societies and stuff. So there's there's enough scary shit that I you know threatens me on a day to day basis, uh, just in my own neuroses. Uh, that, uh, you know, the, the horror stuff is, is almost like a, uh, a cathartic place to kind of, you know, go and explore those things. But, uh, but no, if, if, if I, if I ever did witness something paranormal, I would probably be very vocal about it. You know, have you, have you, do you have a, an event in your life? I'm always so curious about this as well. Uh, I, a few years ago, I have had some unexplained things in my house. Uh, I was living by myself and things were when I get up in the morning, we're in a different place, and I'm very OCD about it. Um, so some of that happened for a period of a couple of months, no explanation, and it just ended. So I don't know if that counts or not, but you know, I'm, I'm pretty OCD and I'm pretty logical, and I had no explanation for some of these things. Do you do you still have uh, nightmares? Is that, or is that like a childhood thing? Um, not too much anymore. Every once in a while, I, I rarely remember my dreams, and when I do have a dream, it's I, I would almost call it more disturbing than nightmarish, if that makes sense. Sure. How yeah. You? Yeah, no, I can relate. It doesn't happen often. I mean, I would if it did happen, I'd probably be like running to a notebook to scribble stuff down. But oh, uh, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> no, I, I I like to think there's 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 secrets uh, in those events, you know, about who you are and where you're going, and and. Uh, they should be taken seriously, and it's 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 definitely the stuff of movies. So, uh, yeah. yeah. But thanks the, thanks for asking. Great question. Oh yeah, and and honestly, most of the uh, directors and writers that I ask, they haven't had those experiences, which is uh, I find that pretty interesting. That the majority of the people making these types of films have not experienced it. It's weird. I mean, I think you can view it as metaphor, you know, very much. It's 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 a way for us to get in touch with the things that we can't explain or to kind of know our fear. Like, I really love the idea that as as uh, that the, the ritual of horror cinema is that we we gather as an audience into the theater and uh, we 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 look at our fears presented back upon us as a reflection of ourselves, and we're kind of there to collectively process these all these different negative emotions, whatever they may be. You know, guilt, anxiety, terror, horror, repulsion, dread. Um, as a way to kind of know it. Uh, but it doesn't, you know, you think even if you're viewing it in a metaphorical sense, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that those things aren't real in a fashion. In fact, you know, it almost, it, it, it's, it's fun to see them come to life. So, yeah. So does that mean that even though you haven't experienced it, you do believe in them? That's a difficult question for me. I don't know. I really don't. Uh, you know, I have met filmmakers that adamantly do believe uh, I don't, I'll put it this way. I don't know what's scarier that there are ghosts or that there aren't. Yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> I mean, that, you know. that goes for aliens too, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Is it, what's, 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 what's more destructive, the nothingness <laughs> or, uh, the oversight of, a, of, of something more powerful than us. So, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, so anything else on the horizon that we can keep an eye out for? You know, this has been such a positive experience for me. I'm just, uh, I'm writing a lot right now, and uh, I'm really just eager to get back on set. So I have a few projects, nothing we've announced yet, that 
that I'm developing right now. And uh, I'm um, definitely eager to get on set before the end of the year, get something out, uh, and uh, see what happens. All right, cool. But, yeah. I'll uh, definitely Cheers. keep an eye out for it. Cool. Thanks for uh, thanks for picking out the movie. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks uh, for taking time out. It's nice talking to you. Yeah, you too. Take care.